Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of the Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we have a guest with us, and it's one of our franchise partners joining us, and they're going to talk to us about their brand, which is an emerging and delightfully unsexy home service brand, which if you've listened to any of these, you know I love the uh, the unsexy home service brand. So excited to kind of talk to them and learn a little bit more. Before we do that, um, quick reminder of who we are at Fran Coach. We're a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 600 of the top franchisors in the country. And our goal is to help our clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. Might be the one we're talking to today, so pay attention. Um, And as always, the goal of the Franchising 101 series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. That's us. Let's get to the good stuff. Um, Joining us today uh, from our featured franchise, which is called Dumpster Dudes, is Mr. Willie Kanowski. Willie, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. I'm really excited to uh, chat and and get the word out to your fan base about what we're doing. Awesome, man. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm jealous of the beard. So I'm uh, 53 and haven't reached puberty yet. So I can't quite, it's like as kind of as good as I can do. And um, I'm a couple of days away from my wife telling me to knock it off. So, um, yeah, yeah very jealous. So, uh, what, um, thanks for joining us today. You're in, uh, someplace really balmy and warm, right? Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Not, not as much today, sometimes of the year maybe, but yeah, we're, we're based in, um, a small town called Reading, Pennsylvania, uh, Berks County. Uh, is where the first outlet is and and our founder Dustin who got this up and running some some years ago that's where we're we're kind of headquartered just because that's where he um started this and had no idea he would be franchising and that we would be on podcast and uh you know have all these cool things going on when he got this up and running here yeah no you're you're 15 minutes of fame for dumpster dude on the franchising 101 podcast so all yeah. all seven of our of our listeners will are super excited for this so yeah. Um, definitely got a bunch of questions about the franchise, but um, this is, of, of all things, this is the, this is the people business, and I love getting to work with all the amazing people from our client standpoint, but our franchise partners as well. So, give us a little scoop on you, man. Who's who's Willie? How'd you get started into uh, kind of the whole franchising thing? Yeah, so I actually traditionally my background was in education, and before I was in this realm, um, I was a teacher for high school age uh, students who I worked for a nonprofit um, and they was only adjudicated youth. So the only way someone could get into my classroom is that they had to get arrested and be part of the legal system. Um, and so that's that's my background uh, traditionally. Um, now, in order to tell how I got into this uh, franchising, I have to give Dustin's story just very briefly. Um, and I'll do that. So here in Berks County, um, Dustin, who's our founder, Dustin Keen, you hear me talk about him a bunch too. If uh, anyone who reaches out, I'm, I'm constantly bragging on his behalf because he's a very humble person who, who would not do that. Um, but he, he's running a truck business, his trucking business here in, in Berks County. 
his personal vehicle um, quits on him and he needs to find something to go to the grocery store with because you can't take your big rig to the grocery store. And he finds a hook lift truck that comes with 10 bins and thinks, yeah, I'll just get this and see if I can rent some dumpsters on the side, um, which is how Dumpster Dudes was born. Um, you know, looks at the colors available, says, hey, I want something bright that sticks out, picks bright orange. Um, Dumpster Dudes with an S was already taken as a name and his motto was easy in, easy out, spelled out. And he's like, I'll just change it to the letters easy and just very adaptable, made this uh, great brand. Right. And that's so that's here in Berks County. And, and within a year of running that, he sells off his trucking business and realizes this is a, a much less complicated business to run and more profitable for him. Right. So then he puts his focus to that. Where I'm getting at with this is he wants to expand, uh, brings in a high school friend who's who's next uh, kind of next door from a territory perspective, um, who's going to help him spread this on a franchise level. He decides the best thing for him to do is uh, get an outlet up and running. So he does that. And then they they both have this um, mutual. These guys went to high school together. That's Dustin and Aaron. They have a mutual friend and a, um, a gentleman named Brian Johnson, who owns a, a few businesses here in the area and is definition of an entrepreneur. So they reach out to Brian to talk marketing because one of his companies is a marketing company. Um, so these guys get together, all friends from high school, just to to chat, talk shop, and Brian ends up getting involved too. So how I came to be in is I used to work for Brian at his um, direct mail marketing company uh, and, and the sales department there. It was the first job I took after moving out of the, the educational world, right? And so I get a call out of the blue. Um, hey, do you, you think you'd be a good fit for this? Do you want to chat about it? You know, we want somebody who's just going to educate prospects about our brand. Um, and, and we'd like to talk to you about it. And honestly, I, I went and had lunch with those guys and similar to how Brian got involved. Once you learn about it, the simplicity of the business model, you meet these guys and you, you get to really hear from them why they're doing this and where they're coming from. It was a no brainer. Like I couldn't not get involved. Um, I had no idea what I was getting into because I didn't know what the franchise world entailed. Right. I had no idea, but it's been so fun. I apologize for the long winded story, but that's, that's how we got, uh, you know, to where we're at today. No, I, I love it. And, and the, and it's, it is such a common theme for everybody we talk to in franchising. It's some random dumb luck, didn't know anything about it. Um, didn't know what they were getting themselves into, didn't understand franchising. And then they get into it and they're like, their eyes light up like, Oh my God, where has this been? This is the best thing. Whether they're your side, our side, franchise owners, whatever. So I, I love, I love the randomness of that. And I think you and I, when we first spoke, kind of shared the, you know, education background. And 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 I and I I think your that approach. And I'm a little biased, having been in education and teacher and a coach, although not with the horrific teaching job that you had. Um, <laughs> though sometimes college athletics is along right along the same line, but. Yeah. Um, just taking that approach of it's not like that's selling like there's in a timeshare right we're not selling crap right. it's educating people on what this opportunity is and just like like you found out like i did and so many others like oh i had no i i had no idea right um and i want you to start telling me about dumpster dudes because again i don't think anybody as a as a child is going to sit there and go mommy daddy when i grow up i want to have a dumpster business right um <laughs> But when you get into it, 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. So talk a little bit, um, maybe from a consumer perspective first, like who are your customers and what are those services that you guys are providing for them? Yes. Yeah. So um, we see about a 50-50 split in the um, residential to commercial business. So half of our business is just the average um, you know, homeowner. They're doing their own project. They're doing a remodel or they're just cleaning out an attic, whatever. They need a dumpster. They're calling us. Um, the other 50% of our business comes from the contractors that these same um, homeowners are hiring, you know, changing out a roof, you know, redoing the bathroom, whatever the case may be. The common denominator with this is that these bins are almost always rented at a single family home. So we have this nice niche market for the small to mid-sized jobs. We're, we're offering 10, 15, 20, and a 25-yard dumpster. So there's different sizes for whatever the project are. Um, and we can fit these bins almost anywhere where you can parallel park a car. So we're, we're very much um, customer service focused. And that's where the decision of, if you go to start one of these businesses, you look at the trucks, there's a bunch of different systems you could get, right? And our decisions are always on how do we serve the customer in the best way? Um, that's why we offer these sizes and and use the hook lift system that we, that we use. So um, something for everybody and even our smallest bin, you know, for, for the older population, it's only about, um, you know, chest chin high. So we even have a bin when we're consulting with somebody to get them the right bin for their job. This is something you can throw things into without having to really go overhead. And it's just, it's very easy. Um, and we, we need to make it easy for the customer. And that's what we do. Hey, everyone. I wanted to take a quick break from our podcast to tell you about our amazing friends at Entrepreneur. If you're looking to become a franchisee or simply learn more about business ownership, and guys, let's be honest, you're listening to the Franchising 101 podcast, so we know you have some interest in this. And I really encourage you to go to entrepreneur.com to check out all of their great content and resources. Seriously, Entrepreneur has everything, all the way from a bookstore to the best podcast webinars and videos, plus information on upcoming events, and the latest articles that seriously, they cover all aspects of franchising and business ownership. If you're having trouble deciding which franchise is right for you, start with Entrepreneur's renowned Franchise 500 ranking, which highlights the best franchises of 2022. For 45 years and counting now, Entrepreneur has been and continues to be the most widely recognized and respected authority in the franchise market. Digital and print subscriptions are available so you never miss out on anything. So seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to entrepreneur.com right now and learn more. Talk a little bit about the owner, number one. Um, like what are what's what's the what are you kind of looking for there? What's their day in a life for 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 an owner? Yeah. Um, as a leadership team we all are on the same page where that we believe there's power and flexibility. And what I'm getting at with that is that we don't have a very rigid model that we stick to. For us, it's really about making sure we're finding the right person and that we're awarding the franchises to the right people. And then from there, helping them develop their system and their structure that's best for their situation in their market. So for some people, that is an owner-operator model where they're, um, you know, one-person show in the beginning where they're in the truck, um, they're managing 
their their new clients uh, through the phone and onboarding them through the software that they have with them. And, and you can do that. Um, that's what Dustin did. That's what Aaron, who's one of the franchisors also running his outlet, that's what they did year one. So that's a great model. It's obviously the most cost-effective model because there's less payroll consideration and it's a little bit simpler and you get to know your business. Um, with that being said, we we have some people um, recently, we have a new outlet in Knoxville, Tennessee, and there's two gentlemen who own this outlet um, who have another business that's their main focus. And so they've put into place what I call a Goldilocks employee, They're just the right fit, great in the truck, great on the phone, can handle everything, takes pride in what their work. Um, so that person's pretty much overseeing their business, their dumpster dude's business. Well, they're focusing on the business that they've been focusing on for the past 10 years. So um, we're very flexible into as to what the model will be for, for an owner. It's really about what makes sense for them. And then just making sure that we can make it make sense, that it will work, that what, that the model that they want and that they're happiest with will work, um, is obviously very important too. Nice. So let, let's, the, the, the fact that there's that semi-absentee piece is awesome, right? Cause that, that is, yeah. um, not everybody has that. So that's, that's cool. And right. you're already able, already able to validate that. Um, the owner operator, let, let's say I'm going to become a dumpster dudes owner and it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm jumping into this full time. So I am part of my job is, um, and I want you to tell me a little bit in a minute about like the, the, the bins and all how you get started from yes. an equipment standpoint, but I am, I might be spending part of my day driving to somebody's house, dropping something off, right? I may yeah. be coming back to another house, picking it up and taking it to wherever we're getting rid of all, all the stuff. Right. So yep. there's definitely, definitely that piece. Um, so that's easy. And then how are we getting the customers, right? Um, yeah. from a from a marketing standpoint, kind of what as an owner, what's what's on me and what are you guys doing to help with that? Yeah. So our job is twofold. One, to to help anyone who's never operated a dumpster rental business before be able to do that from day one. Um, and then additionally, help anyone who's never ran a business before be able to run this business. So again, our going back to that flexibility piece, our coaching and our mentoring and training is really dependent on who the person is. And so it's a little bit different for everyone. Um, but at the end of the day, what our job is to have everything uh, set up as a turnkey operation so that when it when it's opening day, you're not still figuring things out. Opening day is opening day and you're hitting right. the ground running. So from a marketing standpoint, we do not take an ad fund. Um, we had that discussion, you know, early on it's, it's, do we, do we take that marketing spend and spend it on someone's behalf or, or do we let them decide what they're going to spend in their market and, and where they're going to allocate their, their marketing budget? Um, if for us, it feels that that's the right thing is to not take that ad spend and have local franchisees making sure they're spending this where they want in their local markets. So, um, the support that we have for that marketing is that we've have all these outlets of marketing lined up. We take care of that. We, of course we take care of the web host and we build out social media. We push out some generic content like that. Like that's just right. happening. That's part of our support system. There's no cost for that. There's no maintenance fees for any of that. We set up the, um, you know, the Google business page and um, we set up the social media so you can run ads. Um, and then it's up to you, you know, what do you want to do? what I said earlier about for some business owners, this is their 10th business. They don't need training on these different marketing techniques. They've done it. They understand what they are for other um, business owners. This is their first time going into business for themselves. And so training, we're not just saying, Hey, here are all these things. 
we're we're also putting some perspective to it. You know, here's what we've done. Here's what if we had to rank what we think is the most effective. Um, and then here are the different costs. And each one, you know, any marketing you do, you have some tiers essentially. Right. Um, so it's really educating on those tiers. This is what this gets you. And, and ultimately, here's what we recommend based on our experience. But um, I said earlier, there's like the two lines of business, what, what I'll call, um, you know, B2C and B2B. So your business to consumer being, that's very Google pay-per-click heavy in the beginning. Right. Um, and that's probably where you'll spend the most on that side. Maybe you do some shared direct mail, things like that. Um, and then on the, the B2B side, it's a lot of networking. You might do some standalone direct mail um, to them, but but it's a lot, very much networking heavy um, in the beginning because you get a couple contractors under your belt that they know you're dependable, they know you're, you have inventory and that you're gonna deliver on the promise. Um, they'll help you scale this business quickly because the nature of this business is these assets that you have, the truck, but more more importantly, the dumpsters are mobile billboards. Right. So as this business matures, you find your, your marketing expenditure decreases over time um, as from a percentage standpoint of your revenue. The number itself might stay the same, but you're growing and scaling this business every year. Um, so you don't need to put as much towards marketing. Once you have the majority of your inventory out and about in town, um, it's, it's really incredible to see the, this in action. I, and I don't know, I don't remember if I told you, Tim, when, when we first met, but, um, I saw this happening at my, my parents' house. Cause you can't drive anywhere in Berks County without passing one of Dustin's <laughs> bins. Um, I was dropping my son off to visit with his grandparents and, Every uh, every other week or so, I noticed this dumpster dude's dumpster just slowly migrating down the street <laughs> because all the neighbors who were driving by it would see that, hey, that fits in my driveway and I can still park. And I can finally do project XYZ. And that's a big part of the marketing. Yeah. Um, the, the caveat to that is you have to get the bins out for them to be seen, right? So your right. biggest marketing <laughs> expense is the first three months. Yeah, I, I think it always blows people away how much traction you get from certainly the, like the mobile billboard or the dumpster or the truck that's yeah. wrapped or whatever, or even, you know, Hey, I, we may or not may not, if people are watching this, right. Like what's, what's, what's yeah. my jacket say, <laughs> right. What's your shirt say, right. Yeah. And it, it, it's on there. It will strike up conversations. Right. Yeah. And as a business owner, if somebody says, you know, like, you know, Hey, like, Hey there, dude, what's dumpster dudes. Right what are you going to do? Not tell them, right? So you're, yeah. of course, you're going to talk about that, right? And so I, and I, and I love the, the kind of the, the, the not super cookie cutter, but more personalized on the the marketing strategy that you have in place for owners. And and I think the, the one thing, not everybody's great at it, but if you can get out there as an owner and anything home service, realtors are the best referral sources on the planet. And then you get yep. into those other home services that are going to need uh, like a, any sort of, I'm guessing home uh, remodeling construction, um, the uh, you know, the, the remediation things of the world, right. When there's, when, when we need this and they need it when they need it and they need it to be reliable, you build those relationships that doesn't really cost money. That's a little time. And then just showing up and, and like, actually showing up on time and doing what you're supposed to do, yeah. which the bar is really low. So you just have to like yeah. be yeah. average and you're, and you're good. Um, 
So as that owner getting out there and doing that, or, or maybe if, if you're semi absentee, get that. I love your, your Goldilocks thing. Get, get, get Goldilocks out there and, and talk to people build. This is yep. it's dumpster. It's trash, right? It's not sexy, but ultimately it's people. It's a people business that you're going to be reliable, that you can build those relationships in the community. So, um, yeah. super cool with that. So what do we like, that's kind of the the owner side, the people side of it, marketing piece. Um, we obviously, I'm going to guess, we need some dumpsters. We need a truck, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, talk about kind of that initial startup equipment package, how all that yeah. works. Yeah, so so you're starting off, any operator is going to start off with one truck. It's typically a Chevy 6500 or a Ford F600. Really depends on what's available and uh, preference. Some people have a brand preference there. Um, it has a pal finger hook lift equipped to it, right? And then 24 dumpsters. So these 24 dumpsters, it's six of the different four different sizes that we offer. And that's the starting, that's the starting package. And I again I have this conversation for a living with people who are thinking about getting this business started. And I'd say about half of pe the people I talk to will say, 24, that sounds like a lot. Um, and it's all relative, right? It could, it could feel like a lot. And for some people it is, and that that's really why we compete so well in, in every market, because a lot of the smaller operations um, get a little trigger shy. They don't want to pull the trigger on a purchase of these bins because they're not cheap. Um, same with the trucks. The trucks are not cheap. Um, these are These are big purchases, but this is an inventory game. And so where you outperform people is by having you need to have great customer service. And like you said, the bar's pretty low in this industry. So right. um, having that, you're more than likely going to start out at a top three in your market, right? Just by answering the phone and doing the right thing, treating people how you want to be treated. But then you also have to have bins available. So what's going to happen, you want most of your inventory out, but you want a few of these bins on your lot because that low bar we talked about, somebody's going to not deliver on their promise. And when you get that call and somebody's panicking um, because they're, they're, they have a crew at their home right. and they need to do this job, you want to save the day for that person. Um, and that's a big part of where we've been able to be successful and really outperform the competitors and the markets where we got up and running because this isn't a new we're not, we didn't reinvent anything. This isn't a, a new product, right? Dumpster rentals has happened before dumpster dudes exist and it's going to be happening for indefinitely, right? right. So where we really compete well is um, delivering on the promise and just having a better, just making it more convenient for our, our customers. Yeah, no. And I think the mistake business owners make, whether it's a but certainly with a a, a non-franchise, but even franchise owners will try to do this sometimes is they try to be cheap, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to spend that much on marketing. I'll spend more on marketing once I get leads. How the hell are you getting the leads if you don't if you're not spending the money on the marketing, right? And the right. same thing on that inventory side, like you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't open up a subway and go, I'm only getting the stuff for these three sandwiches, right? right. Like we only yeah. have lettuce and tomato for the, the, the like, no, you're going to get it all. Are you going to use all of it? Right. Like, yeah. no. Right. And, and again, I think that that piece, I love how you said that of like, like somebody's going to call, right. Because somebody's yeah. not going to show up when they're, when they're supposed to. Um, I literally had somebody show up at my house, not exactly for this, but part of what they were doing was like a big trash hole showed up, 
talk to me for five minutes. I'm going to Home Depot. I'll be back in an hour. Um, that was 24 hours ago. I've not seen him since, right? <laughs> and yeah. so if it was a real big issue from like a trash standpoint, then I'd be doing just what you're talking about. Like, oh yeah. crap. Well, they they bailed on me, never said a word. Let me get on the phone. And all of a sudden, then you are you're you're rolling in there as the hero, basically, right? So yeah. um super cool. And I think the other thing that comes up a lot now, and you you haven't mentioned this, but it just popped into my head is with with dumpster rental trash, what whatever that that is from a reconstruction, remodel, home improvement. Yeah, that's not going away, right? Right. Like people right. can, you know, throw out the R word, right? Are we in a recession? Yeah. Are we going in a recession? How big, how bad, how long, whatever. I, like people are still going to have projects going on. These things are still going to have to get done, especially if it's the, you know, the remediation stuff where they had to come in and rip out drywall or whatever project that has to happen. Like that has to go away from the house, right? These are things that are always going to be there. So I love, I love that standpoint, no matter what's going on, you guys are like, like you're not going anywhere, which is, which is an awesome thing, especially when we kind of sit where we are right now. Yeah. I I think there's um, some safety in it. Yeah. When you look at a portfolio um, for some business owners who, who have a few other things going on and you know, they're savvy business owners. They, their restaurants are still in business after what we experienced with COVID, but they also learned that, Hey, maybe I should um, spread out my eggs and put them in a few different baskets. Right. Um, we've talked to, uh, you know, I've, a, a lot of, of people who are considering, you know, that same, that same Avenue because so what we saw in COVID, which was an insane time, uh, certainly unprecedented um, is that all of our outlets grew because everyone was at home and doing, you know, doing these projects and you're staring at all the things you can get rid of. But the great thing is we all, any, any homeowner, either if they haven't, if they've done it recently, they don't need it. But if they haven't done it recently, could probably fill a 10 yard bin with things that are just in their way. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's, there's always going to be a need for it, like you said, and there, there's a few different lines. And I guess maybe when we get into training, we kind of, help navigate that a little bit more out of the different types of customers that you have, because believe it or not, your average homeowner can be a repeat customer. They're not renting from you multiple times a year, but for them to call you every 18 months isn't insane because you make it so easy for them. So this is someone who's never rented a dumpster. You're a secondary thought as a dumpster rental. Like the main, their main focus is the project that they're doing. Right. right? So by making this easy and even just something that they don't even have to think of and they know you're going to be there and our software's auto communicating to them. So they know when the bin's going to be there, they're reminded when it's getting picked up and it's like, you make it so easy for them. People who shouldn't be repeat customers become consistent customers. Right. Yeah. Without question. I love it. What's, um, this is super cool, man. I I appreciate all the all the info. And I know we could probably talk about this forever, but I'm sure you got like other stuff to do. So um, I'm going to fire one more thing at you Yeah. with this, but what just, what else would you want us to know about dumpster dudes that maybe we haven't talked about just yet? Yeah. I think what, what, what I fell in love with about dumpster dudes was the team, um, Dustin, Aaron, and Brian, uh, it was, it was those, those guys and who they are. Um, and I think that 
what really sets us apart is that, you know, who we are as a team and who we are as people and what our goals are and, and how we make decisions, which is very much conversation based and just trying to really make the best decisions. We're not very rigid, like everything needs to be this, this, and this. Um, we're, we're open and we just, at the end of the day, we really want to help people be successful and it looks different for everybody. I mean, we love the business owner that comes in with some business savvy um, and is looking to expand their portfolio and and just create some success um, for them and their family. But we we also really, really love supporting the first-time business owner that doesn't want to work for someone else anymore and that's ready to make that change. Um, and it's just, it's really exciting and it's really fun right now, especially because we're new and we're having success. And we went from, you know, six outlets in April when I started to, we have nine up and running today with a handful more that we're building out. Um, so I even think even from a franchisee perspective, it's exciting to be like part of this and build this brand. That's going to be a nationwide brand, but, but helping that happen. Um, it's just so much fun, but I think that's what I would want someone to take away from this is like, if you are interested, you know, meet the, meet the team, meet everybody. Um, and then make sure that this is a lot, this is fun. And that when we're talking about building this brand, that you're getting excited and you can see yourself having fun and being excited doing this. Like that's the most important, I think. Yeah, no, and the, I always refer to it as the, the get out of bed test, right? You got to get out of bed. You got to go do right. what it is for your business. Right. And you got to be able to wrap your head around that. But the, the intangible piece that I don't think anybody thinks about at the beginning is just what you talked about, that connectivity to the people yeah. within the franchise or um, every franchise has support, right? Like, and, and, and you guys don't want to hear this when I say it, but every, every franchise has support, <laughs> right? Yeah, That's the part absolutely. of a franchise, right? Do they do it in different ways or some better at this and better at that? Yes. But ultimately it, at the, at the end of the day, it's, you gotta be able, I gotta be able to look you and everybody within dumpster dudes. I gotta look you square in the eye. Like, do these people know what the heck they're doing? Do I yeah. trust them? Do I feel like I'm in the right room? Right. Yeah. And for some people, you guys are really micro emerging, which is awesome because you got basically every place is open. Right. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the random person in Reading, Pennsylvania, maybe <laughs> not. Right. So, yeah. um, which I got to totally, we had a, um, one of our clients, I think I told you um, a couple months ago, was actually on um, the podcast, is starting a franchise in Reading. So I got to, I got to yeah. connect you guys. Um, yeah. But, um, you've got all this wide open space, which is great and can be a fantastic opportunity to get in, gobble up whole markets. Right. But for some yeah. people that, that may scare them a little bit and that's, that's right. okay. That's okay too. But that people component. And I just, I, again, I love the, the mentality you guys have. It's like, we're not, we're, I'm trying to like sell you a freaking timeshare, right? Let's right. educate you, see if this is the right fit. And let's, let's help, help you re reach those goals, which is, it's just awesome, man. Yeah. I love it. I think I leave every call, you know, any call that I have with someone who who reaches out, they want to learn more. Um, I make sure that I remind them like, hey, this is a process where more than anything, my job is to help you figure out, do you, you have to A, love dumpster rentals. So do you love the dumpster rental industry? And then yeah. do you love us? Do you love the dumpster dudes? Because right. anyone can purchase a truck. Anyone can purchase bins. There's other brands you could look if they're, if they're available in your territory. Um, and you should explore all that if if you're interested. Um, so it's really important for anyone in our process that not only do they like the business model, but that they like us, they like our team, they like you know what we're bringing to the table and the direction that we're heading in. Um, and it 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 benefits both of us to approach it that way. 
with right. six new franchisees that we've just started up um, in the in the past, you know, four months, we've already been able to implement some changes that were helpful based on their feedback. Right. So it's a two-way street. Um, you know, by by doing it this way, we're all going to grow together. We're all going to help each other be more successful. And that's just that's the way to do business, I think. You know, I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah. It, it's it's the it's a part, it should be a partnership, right? right. Um, and so that's that's fantastic. So Willie, thank thank you so much, man, for for yeah. coming on and, and joining us today and talking, uh, talking about the dumpster dudes. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Was, this was awesome. Oh, uh, no, we appreciate it. And for all of our wonderful podcast listeners, thanks as always for joining us and learn a little bit more about franchising. Um, we know you're interested in franchising. You're listening to the freaking Franchising 101 podcast. So reach out to us. Let us help you find that perfect opportunity. Francoach.net, Franchising101podcast.net. Message us. Let's get that call set up. There's never any fee for our service. So let us help you take that step towards your better tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be safe. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.